0: Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. There is a cry in our hearts that is echoing the cry of the Lord's heart. You know, we, I, so many of us, we are consumed with a desire to know the Lord, not just to experience what his presence brings, you know, the love and the peace and the joy and the wisdom and all of these things, but we want to know him. We want to know what moves his heart. We want to know, we want to see him. We want to hear him. We want to have a more, um, you know, a clearer, deeper, more more intimate and strong relationship with him. It is not just our desire. That desire comes from him. God wants us to know him. He wants us to get to know Father, Son, Holy Spirit, That's why he speaks to us. That's why he highlights scriptures. That's why he draws us into his presence so that we could feel his love and know that he's for us. He's not against us. He's not standing there criticizing us or pointing out everything we do wrong. He's drawing us closer and closer and closer because the closer that we get to him, the more we want to know him. He's the beautiful one, the powerful one, the wise one. Oh, he's just so amazing and so magnificent. And the more we know him, the more we want to know him. You know, I'm thinking of Moses. You know, Moses, uh, you know, he would stand at the tent of meeting with, with. he would go into the tent of meeting and Jesus would come and stand at the door, you know, and and people could see the light of his presence and they would bow down at their tent doors because they could see it. He would talk to the Lord face to face, face to face. You know, he was on the mountaintop covered in the glory of God. And yet he still says is Exodus 33 verse 18, show me your glory, show me your glory. And God in turn says to him, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I love, um, you know, it's not released yet, so I won't read all of it. But Exodus in the Passion Translation, in in Brian Simmons' footnotes for that one, he says, Moses is asking, God, show me who you really are. Show me the real you. That same longing that we have, Moses had. And yet he he was face to face with the Lord. And yet he still wanted to know him even more. Isn't that the cry of our hearts? We want to know him more. We're not satisfied. It's like, it's so mysterious because we are satisfied, right? When we're in his presence, it's like, Ah, we're completely fulfilled. We're completely satisfied. But yet, we're not satisfied because we want to know him more. And yet, you know, Moses didn't have the Holy Spirit alive inside of him. He didn't have Jesus inside of him. He didn't have God abiding inside of him. The tent of meeting was a place outside. Now, the Holy of Holies is inside of us. He didn't have that, and we do. And yet, even now, our heart's long. I want to know you more. Show me yourself. Show me the real you. Um, Brian says, and I, I, forgive me if I say this incorrectly, the pronunciation, but the Greek septuagint doesn't include the word glory, but uses the pronoun say to, which means Show me yourself. And Brian says, the true God is the God of glory, majesty, splendor, love, holiness, and purity. Moses is asking for an unveiling of who God really is. He wanted more. He wanted to see all of God's goodness. It's like God, you know, he replies to him and he says, you could see how good and beautiful I am. I will let you, I will let you see, you know, he protects him to some degree, but then he lets him see a deeper part of himself, a deeper part of himself. He wanted Moses to see his beauty. He didn't want to hide himself. He knew what Moses could see and handle and what Moses couldn't. And I'm sure there's so much, um, mystery woven there is so much mystery woven into the fact that he um wouldn't let him see his face which you know like he says he wouldn't let him see his face but yet we read that he saw him face to face there's so many nuances and so much mystery hidden there that I just love and yet at the same time you know, it makes us go, wait, Lord, explain this to me. And there are certain things we just have to take into our heart and be comfortable with the mystery. We can lean in to know this beautiful one. We can lean in and trust that he will allow us to see what he knows we can handle. He will allow us um, to hear what we can handle. He will give us encounters. He will show us things. But one thing I want to encourage you as the Lord shows you things, as he gives you revelation, as he, um, gives you visions, as scriptures come alive to you, please don't rush on to the next one. I was so guilty of this for many, many, many years I had so many encounters and visions and I would write them out thinking that because I wrote them out I was honoring them and that was a way of honoring them but God isn't looking for us to just write them out. He's looking for us to meet him in those Things that are coming alive to us whether it's a vision a scripture a dream whatever and to Ponder those things with him to dive in and and I don't want to say dissect because that to me brings a mental analytical thing to it, but he wants us to sit in his presence with him and to milk, you know, get everything out of whatever has spoken to our hearts. So if you're reading... Um, certain scriptures and you're like, man, I just can't get out of this scripture. I just keep thinking about it. Don't. Don't move on to the next thing. Stay there as long as you sense an awareness of the presence of God because everything you do, whether you're reading your Bible, whether you're praying, no matter what you're doing, the whole point of our lives with him is to know him more and to encounter him and to be changed by his love, and to become the people he says we are, these vessels of holiness and purity and power. We are one with him. And so anything you do, anything he teaches you, any scripture, anything like that, that has, you feel a sense of his presence, don't rush ahead. Stay there in it and get everything out of it that you can. Because there's more that he has to show you for me um, The vision of the light us that I had of us because it wasn't just for me This was definitely a hundred percent for all of us um, That vision so two episodes ago go back if you haven't heard it. It is Incredibly powerful. I'm still pondering that the Lord is still showing me things about that that encounter um, Because he's eternal so you can literally step right back into a dream, or you can step into an encounter, you can step into a moment where he was speaking to you about something, and you can continue on from there. So that's one way that we honor what he's showing us. And if you're like, well, I don't really have a lot of encounters. Yeah, I, I think that sometimes we don't realize we are having an encounter. It may be, it may look different than, you know, the other people you know, but you are hearing him. You are seeing him. If your heart longs to know him more, and you're spending time with him, he knows it, and he cannot deny your longing heart. There's so many ways that he speaks to us. You know, maybe you sense right now the sweetness of his presence. Listening to this podcast, it's not because of anything I'm necessarily saying. It's because he loves you. And his heart is flowing from him to you. In this moment, you are encountering him. If anything I say is highlighted to you and you're like, whoa, that was good. It's not because I have anything brilliant to share. It's because he's speaking to your heart. You are encountering him. You are hearing him. So don't don't belittle any experience you have. Every moment that you sense his presence is powerful. It is personal. And he knows you, and he knows how to speak to you. I want to, so in, in the encounter with the light, I just keep going into the light. I just keep going into the light. We know that, you know, First John 1, 5 says that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all, right? He is the light. When we step into the light, we are stepping into him, and, and I believe it's, um uh, I think it's Acts 14, 28 that I quote all the time, in him we live and move and have our being. When we abide in the light, when we live in the light, we are living in him. That is where our life is. That is where our wisdom is. That is where our peace is, our joy is, everything we need in this life. That is where the truest sense of fulfillment comes in him. He is the deepest part of what we need. Yes, we need things in life like food and money and clothing and community and wisdom and whatever. We need everything like that. Yes. But the deepest, deepest, deepest part of us will not find fulfillment True fulfillment anywhere else, but in Him, in our relationship with Him. We are vessels of His glory. He is in us, and we are in Him. And all that He is, is alive inside of us. So when you think about God, what do you think about? Do you think about His majesty, His authority, His power, His? Love, whatever it is you think about, his wisdom, whatever it is, it is in you because he is in you. And so it's so important that we take time to honor the visions, the encounters, the scriptures that are coming alive to us and be with him. Because he's drawing us to know him more. It's so important to turn into his presence every single day and if you're not spending time every day quiet and alone with him Um, I don't like the word challenge because to me it's just I don't know using the word challenge when it comes to the things of God even though I know things can seem that way to me I just don't like that word but um, I want to encourage you if you're not spending time with him every day Do that because in the light of his presence in him is every single thing you need the same thing you know it, it goes for me too and i can tell the days um if i haven't spent time alone with the lord or if my time alone with him i was super distracted i can tell i can just tell it changes us. Guys, it's it's a mysterious thing that we cannot exactly explain in human terms other than to say his presence and his love change us. And one of the things that I have been thinking about um, as I've been revisiting that, that vision is how just it was like I was standing in whiteness and I, I it's so hard to even explain. It was just the brightest, whitest whiteness and my eyes adjusted to it. The longer I stayed there, the more my eyes adjusted. And again, this vision was for us. The more we spend time in him, the more we can see clearly. The more we are aware of him, the more we can see clearly. The more time we spend pondering truth, the more it makes sense to us and the lies and the darkness and the fears just they just don't they just they just don't make sense to us anymore it's like no but that's actually not truth and and the more we ponder the light and the truth the more it gets deep 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 inside of us and changes us it changes the way we see our lives all of a sudden those problems that were like, oh, I don't know what to do about this. All of a sudden, boom, we get Revelation light. Um, that is, oh, I don't know if I wrote it down. It's Luke. Um, oh, I did. Luke 11, 34 and 35. Um, I don't, I d- didn't write it down. But it talks about, uh, if you can read Luke 11, 34 and 35 in the Passion Translation. It talks about um uh, let me just look it up (laughs) let me just look it up the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being when your heart is open the light floods in but when your heart is hard and closed the light cannot penetrate and darkness takes its place that's verse 34 when your heart is open and you choose him over all of the other distractions when your heart is open and you're willing to let go of the distractions and the fear and the questions and the frustrations and the confusion and the all when you allow when you allow yourself to stand in the light and let it penetrate you revelation comes and darkness disappears the lies disappear, the fears just disappear. It's like we can step into his presence like like in that vision with our baggage. We'd step right in. But once we truly become consumed by nothing but the light, which is him, all of a sudden that baggage is just gone. We we don't even remember why it was so consuming. It's like, yes, I know those concerns are there, but they're not, they're not overwhelming me anymore because I'm just consumed with this beautiful one. And I was thinking about, um, how, uh, mm, it's in Psalm 18 verses 11 and 12, and it's about God hides himself in the darkness. He wraps himself in thick clouds. And then all of a sudden, the brilliance of his presence breaks through. And I am not reading it right. I'm just talking about it. And I was thinking about how this brilliant, beautiful, holy, white, pure light, who is God, God is light. He chooses to wrap himself in darkness. Like, I don't even know how that's even possible, right? But he wraps himself in darkness because, and I just, I love this. I couldn't stop thinking about this the other day. When you are in your darkest night, when you are going through hell, I'm just going to say it like that. And it's really hard and it's really rough and you don't understand why things aren't happening the way you expected them to in in your darkness, and you feel alone and you don't see the light, know that he's right there next to you. He has wrapped himself, hidden himself, and sat right next to you. He has wrapped himself in that darkness with you. But what I see is a picture of him I just seeing this now. It's like I see you heavy and weary and discouraged. And I see the Lord like completely camouflaged, sitting like centimeters from you, wrapped in darkness, and the thick clouds that have been fogging your mind. He's he's right there in it with you. And then I see him like opening like a blanket that was covering that light, opening like a blanket, opening a light shining through and then wrapping himself around you, throwing off that blanket now and just consuming you with that brightness, the brilliance of his presence breaking through. Look up Psalm 18, verse 11 and 12 in the Passion Translation. That's what I see. This vision that I had, I'm still in it. He is the light and he is breaking through on your behalf and all he's asking is that you would choose to step into the light, to turn your awareness to him, step into the light by turning your attention, all of your attention to him. If you need to bring that baggage in, bring it in. He doesn't care. He's not afraid of your, your junk soon you're not going to notice it, if you are willing to turn your eyes to him. Because he's right there in the darkness with you. He hasn't left. And he's drawing you into the light. And the longer you stay there, the more your eyes are going to adjust. Your eyes will adjust. You will see more clearly. You will have his wisdom. You will have more understanding. You will have more peace. You will have more joy because you will have more awareness of him and everything you need is in him. In him, you live and move and have your being. So I pray this blesses you. I pray that you will turn right now um, to him and that you will make his presence, your hiding place. You know, in that light, in that brilliant, perfect, holy light, darkness can't penetrate it. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If you abide in the light, you will not experience the torment of the darkness. The enemy is a liar. He is a liar Turn to the light. It's all, everything you need is there. Your healing, your provision, your wisdom, your peace, your breakthrough, the healing of that trauma, all of it is there in the light. Step into his presence. There's no striving, there's no trying to figure out how to do it. Just close your eyes, take some deep breaths, whisper his name, and ask him to come. Love you guys bless you. Thank you for joining me on the Breathing God podcast. If this show has ministered to you, please consider leaving a review right here. And if you think the podcast will bless someone else, please share it. You can find help for anxiety, sign up for my newsletter and find lots of other goodies on my website, GretchenRodriguez.com.